This is the Dairy Brothers Tribecast, a podcast for diehard Cleveland Indians fans. Presented to you by WaitingForNextYear.com. Now, here are the hosts, Matt and Todd Derry. All right, instead of a Monday, it's a Tuesday, everybody. The Dairy Brothers Tribecast on WaitingForNextYear.com. Matt and Todd are with you after what was a, a wild, certainly, series and weekend again at Fenway Park. Some disappointing finishes to that one for the Indians. And then uh, Monday night's mailing against the Twins. We're brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry and BreakingT.com. Uh, Todd, uh, what can you say? We're, we're getting toward the dog days <laughs> for sure. Uh, last night's game was brutal, but I don't know. You love the fight. You love that Fran Mills getting hot. And uh, I don't know. I'm still into these games, but last night was, uh, was, was absolutely terrifying to watch because that was a first game back from a road trip uh, mail-in it's at its finest. I, I'm going to act like last night's game didn't exist. Okay. Because normally <laughs> we, we would be recording on a Monday, but since it was Labor Day and, and Rosh Hashanah, happy new year, by the way. How back you, at you. Back yeah. At you. Uh, uh, by the way, Zach so, Meisel all over me for not, you guys don't record on holidays ever. And I said, relax. So our, our, yeah, our number one, a number one listener in P1, you'll get, you're getting your pot on Tuesday. Calm down. Yeah, it's, it's not like we're not recording and we're skipping a week. If Who's going to listen yesterday? Nobody. They're out with their, right. everyone's out with their families. Come on. I mean, we are dedicated to the craft. We don't miss episodes. Even when you were on vacation, I did a solo. I did, I did you know, so come on. Anyways, uh, I'm choosing to talk about, uh, to ignore yesterday's game. You know, Logan Allen uh, reverted back to Logan Allen, what he really is. Uh, and uh, so I'm just going to act like that didn't happen. The weekend series in Boston, though, that was quite an interesting, uh, interesting weekend, you know, with the unvaccinated, the uh, unvaccinated Red Sox. And uh, the I don't know how they're of, winning uh, games. I mean, well, I can tell you how they beat out, us. Got, and I don't like Alex Cora, but he's done a very good job. And oh, somehow you, they keep winning games. Somehow we kept pitching to J.D. Martinez. And I don't remember which game it was where we actually pitched around Verdugo, which was smart. Uh, DeMarlo Hale at times asleep at the wheel again. Uh, but actually Sunday kind of going for it with class a and a four out save, which you rarely see ended up working. Uh, yeah. I see you working, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what though? Th- you know what though? Cora bunted like six times over the weekend and I, I oh, yeah. couldn't believe it. I, I I'm like, how many more times are they going to have to learn their lesson? I mean, d- wasn't it a week ago in Cleveland when Arauz couldn't lay down the bunt and then hit a three run homer. And, right. Andres Jimenez for the Indians couldn't lay down a bunt and then rope double down the line. I mean, I, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. But that series this weekend was was very interesting. Fun the the Saturday game with Fran Meal hitting that pinch hit homer. Oh, I'm sitting watching it with the kids, and when he hit that bomb, I screamed. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he crushed. It was it. down to the last strike and. Did you see, by the way, I saw this on Twitter, Nesson put up a stat, like this pitch before Fran Mio went deep, that Adam Adovino hadn't given up a home run yet this year. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that? This, well, they've talked right about it. it. Even uh, Underwood and Manning have brought it up numerous times because uh, we seems like we faced the Red Sox a thousand times over the last couple of weeks. But yeah, uh, he, that was a hang and bang. I mean, he absolutely crushed it. And Hammy's call was great. I love that. Uh, the Indians put that up rather quickly because that was just the classic swing and a drive Hamilton uh, call. Unfortunately, they 
Alex Young was in the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> well, here, this was, which brings me to to one of the topics on our list, which I think is good. Listen, right now, the way the bullpen is going, 99 is not there anymore. At the beginning of the year, you had Class A and 99 were split in the closers role, essentially eighth and ninth. Shaw was in the seventh, pitching very well. Maton was a staple. Um, and and then you had like the long guys, you well, know, Trevor Stephan. Oh, and I'm sorry. How could I forget Sandlin? It's yeah. Sandlin. So you were loaded with guys for high leverage situations who you can trust. Well, fast forward now to September, and DeMarlo Hale is throwing a dart. At, you know, it's like Shaw pitches every single day. And other than that, you're throwing a dart to see who can get guys out. So I like it. On Friday night, it was in, in Boston, close game. It was either tied or a one-run game. I think the score was tied. Hold on. It was three. It was three to three in the seventh. And he goes to uh, uh, six six innings from Quantrill. Quantrill starts at six, gives up two hits. So he takes him out after 99 pitches and goes to Trevor Steffen. Now, I'm all for this. At this yeah, point in the season, find out what you throw have. Him in, exactly. The guy's been on the roster all year. He's still throwing serious gas. Throw him in the deep end. Let's see what happens. And granted, it didn't work out too well because he came in and he gave up the, the, uh, the double to Schwarber and the home run to uh, Renfro. Uh, but listen. Oh, some, he, that was he, some at bat. That was some at bat. It, by oh, Renfro. my God. Oh, it was that's, nine that's, pitch a, at that's bat. That's the perfect guy that we could use to put in right field. I know he's not a great defender, but Hunter Renfro, look at his numbers. That would be that he's been a godsend for Boston. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, but I did like that he went to Trevor Steffen in that spot. And then the next day, uh, Saturday, a very similar situation. He doesn't know who to use. And so he decides, okay, tie game. I'm going to go to the great Alex Young. Is that his name? Alex Young? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I almost called him Andrew Young. But he goes to Alex Young to face Verdugo. And listen, it didn't work out. But you know what? The same uh, – Shaw and Blake Parker cannot pitch every single day. And Whitgren is – Blake – Oh, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about walk off Whitgren. Cause that, poor guy. <laughs> I mean, what oh. a great dude. And just, he is so Cleveland and so tribe, but my God, I mean, that fastball is just meat. That, that, thing, that thing is, that thing is straight right down chagrin Boulevard. One hey, now don't go, don't go more than 25 <laughs> miles an hour, baby. <laughs> I mean, no, that but, is but, just, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time. I mean, who hit the home run off from the other? It was JD Martinez made it six, five the other day. Yeah. And he was... just crushed the ball. Hit it to the deepest part of the ballpark. But, uh, yeah. You really, and you know, you Blake Parker Nick, you want Nick to do well and he has to pitch, but my gosh. Well, that's my point. Year. So I have no problem with him trying Alex young in, in that spot. I have no problem with him trying Trevor Steffen in that spot. The best relief pitching that we saw this week, though, by far, was in the Royal Series. The game goes to extra innings, and Blake Parker comes into the game, and all of a sudden, there's a ground. It was an it was a it was a an error, like a really bad error by uh, Owen Miller. Am I correct? It was Owen Miller that made the bad error. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then. Uh, Blake Parker is essentially has to come in with, you know, he's in the game. The bases are loaded with nobody out in extra innings and he gets three outs in a row. It was unbelievable. But the coolest thing that I saw was on Twitter, someone tweeted like 
if Blake Parker gets out of this, I'll yeah. drink his bath, bath water. water. Yeah. And yeah. then his wife got his wife tweet. is a star, a Twitter star, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And she said, uh, what's your address? I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah it, was it was great. Pretty, it was pretty awesome. But Blake Parker, you know, I know he got touched up uh, uh, over the weekend against the Royals, but for the, was it a three-run homer he gave up? He came uh, yeah. in. Oh, it was yeah. a three-two. It was Devers had that great at bat and just crushed no, that three-run awesome. homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was Devers. That was talk about a talk about a beast. Talk about a guy that never like wow, we always say good. in Cleveland, like Jose Ramirez never gets his due. Rafael Devers is a top ten hitter, pure hitter in the game. He is. I agree. That guy unbelievable. is unbelievable. Yes, he is. Monster. He's he's you know, really funny. good, and he killed us all weekend. That game against the Royals, and again, you know, they sweep Kansas City again. Four and two week, if you really think about it, isn't bad. Yeah. Um, but I was going to text you and and the executive producer, and I didn't do it. But you know, it got to bottom of the tenth or whatever it was, bases loaded. I'm like, all right, the game's over. I mean, we're in big trouble. And um, I'm thinking to myself in my head, if we get out of this, what's Underwood going to say? He'll either use one or two lines. <laughs> oh, baby, rabbit out of the hat <laughs> or Houdini hat, and he said them both. <laughs> he said them both. That is fantastic. I just knew it was coming. Like, oh, Harry Houdini, like a Houdini act or rabbit out of the hat. I just knew it was coming. Oh, but I didn't, so te- I didn't text it because I didn't think we'd pull it off. Come on. That's the kind bad, of stuff that, like, you know, like when you, like the game, like the game against the Royals, when you, I was like, he was going deep here. And he did. You got to, you got to, you got to mark that down. Yes. You know, you, Ch- you Chang, the, uh, the resurgence, the late August, September, uh, it's funny because Yu Chang has like elevated himself to maybe making the team next year. And maybe I think he, I think right now he's ahead of of Owen Miller and Ernie, don't you think? I mean, based off the last couple of weeks, but I mean that it shouldn't matter. I mean, we can't delete the rest of the season where he was hitting under two hundred. Yeah. I guess I guess there's the old adage in baseball: you don't believe what you see in September. They say. Remember, Shelly Duncan used to be great in September every year. Dunk tank. You know, like, uh-huh. Oh yeah. But I mean, Hughes' OPS has gone way up because it's, everything's a double or home run. He's actually hit like some. It's not just like the Owen Miller no, slap. All extra base right. hits. You're right. You're or right. Bradley Zimmer. I mean, Zimmer's coming Bradsky. back. Zimmer's at bats this weekend at Fenway were some of the single Oof. worst I've ever seen. Woof. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did that guy strike yeah. out every at bat this weekend? You Possibly. you texted me and you said. Every time he gets the two strikes, it's over for him. And 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 I said since you said that, I've noticed you're totally right. If he gets down to two strikes, he's not a great two strike hitter. No. Not great at protecting. No, should I say? That is yeah. uh, that is true. All right, so uh, we got three more with the Twins. Why is it that Minnesota is terrible this year, but they've they've beaten the Indians eight out of thirteen? I think we're five and eight against Minnesota yeah. this year. Now again, Jorge Polanco, he's getting right up there with like. He's like, getting oh my Joe God, Paul Canerco status against us. That guy and Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera. He just Mike killed. Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tribe yeah. killed George Bell when we were kids. Um, but he's ridiculous against us. Polanco. Uh, he four, but, four extra base hits. He was four for four with four extra base hits last night. Uh, and then, but yeah, six man rotation. So Savali's back yeah. tonight. That'll be fun to watch. I'm excited. Is this a six ten all week? No, uh, it is six ten tonight. Six ten last night. You know they're going back April and and okay. September so is when they do the six ten until Friday. But not Friday, Friday, yeah, correct. Okay. Friday is a seven ten. Yeah, and but, then the, and then next and then when we play uh, 
the Royals and the White Sox, the next home stand starting on the 20th. It's all six tens also. Thinking of the Royals, uh, Carlos Santana, we love him, but my God, he's either injured with that hip or he's just, or he's just toast. Yeah. But I was told that uh, two years and $14 million was a steal for him. By me. (laughs) (laughs) His numbers are still better than any of our first basemen. But my point is, is that it's been a rough second half for him, you know? Oh, he's ice cold. Do you see his numbers against the Indians this year? He's like three for 35. Yeah. Two, two of them were home runs, by the way, in that series, back-to-back days earlier in the year. But, but yeah, so they're no... going to his – yeah, so we're, so we're going back to the six-man rotation. Yeah. Now uh, uh, now with uh, Aaron Savali coming back on Tuesday, which is exciting. Um, you know, you, you might as well – you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Bieber. I know that he's starting to throw a little bit. But – yeah, uh, maybe they'll give him, you know, a three or four inning deal in September just so he can say he went back on the mound. But so you got Savali, you know, Tristan McKenzie continues to be good. Yeah. Eli Morgan, Zach Plesak, Cal Quantrill. And uh, I the, guess the they're going to keep the professor of Quan. <laughs> yes, why don't we talk? Let's talk some Dairy Bird fantasy draft. Hey, now. Uh, I got a C. I got a C plus grade in my email from NFL.com. You, you get an email with that? I must they not send me. They the sent email. me an email saying your grade was a C plus. They weren't really happy. My my team name is the Professor of Quantrill, uh, and you saw my logo as a picture of Cal with his hand in the air, with his finger in the air. Uh, did, last yeah, year's what was last year's team name? My my Underwood name. What was that one? It was like Underwood's seventies references or something. <laughs> Underwood's eighties like references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I change well, my name every year. So me too. Me too. I my new team name this year is yeah, 99's got no class A. <laughs> and feel free to steal that for that's anybody great. who wants to steal that. That's my team name. That is yeah, really that's good. good. That's I came I came up with that one on the fly. Yeah. That was the, the the draft was good yesterday. 45 minutes. Uh Mom only annoyed me 45 times during the draft, but the one uh, one once once a minute. Those who should trash, I take? A running back or talk. a receiver? <laughs> Wait, say it again. Who should I take? A running back or a receiver here? Oh God. Uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's man. that's good that's, stuff. That really the executive is. producers, three daughters. I have three daughters, daughters. All took up to the exact last. What is it? Ninety seconds. It's because he's yeah. pulling the puppet strings. Make the fucking it's, pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. I'll say I'm that I was cup. helping Brooke, and and trying to do my team and Brooke's team at the same time is not easy. So, I I, I do I do uh, empathize on that. I do one, like so. that the commissioner, your son, was uh, cheering on his sister. I found that that was uh, like like she would make a pick and he would put on the chat like, "Yeah, Brooke." Like, uh, like yeah, you know, that's a nice gesture. He's a he he's a been, good kid, you know. So he wants her to win. Well, what's interesting, and, and now we're like not even talking about the, the Indians here, but <laughs> the last thing. What's interesting is I think the league's been in in existence for seven years, and we've had seven different champions. Nobody's won twice. Yeah, pretty amazing. That so shout amazing. out to shout out to the executive producer's daughter Liza, the uh, defending champion. She was shit talking too. She was like, "Hey, and well, she should." She showing wire showing to wire the trophy year. in the group chat. I mean, wow. Yeah. That is, that's, she that's went wire to wire. She deserves to talk some shit. <laughs> but no, yeah. this whole six man rotation thing uh, is smart because yeah. you might as well find out what you have in Morgan some more. He battled his ass off at Fenway last week. Let him pitch again. And Logan Allen, I mean, 
two starts before he was unhittable and looked really good. And he was like strutting off the mound after every strikeout in Kansas city. And then that was fun. Yeah, and then like yesterday that. was sort of a reality break uh, yeah. for him, but you got to find out what you have on all these guys. Who's going to be in the pen next year. Who's going to be off the team. Who's going to be a part of a trade. Let's say Logan Allen has a great rest of September. You could flip him somewhere. Yeah. You get plenty. Everyone of likes you. Everyone likes young starting pitching. The thing about Logan Allen though, is he doesn't do anything great. I mean, he doesn't have, he doesn't throw hard. His command isn't great. I mean, he, he's just like, he's never going to be anything more than a fit starter. And I think that we know that. And I think here he's can thrive because of the pitching factory. Um, but again, you can never have too many starting pitching pitchers as we've learned this year more than, than any other year. But I think, Correct me if I'm wrong. He's out of options, right? I know Hentges. They, Zach wrote that thing and yeah. Hentges was out of options. Logan Allen and the who is the third one? J.C. Mejia and Mejia. I, those guys are all going to be. Th- there's no way they're all going to be around next year. I, I got to believe someone is going to be. They still going to have to package a bunch of people to to make the forty man spots and hopefully to get a real outfielder. Weren't we? Who are you? You and I were talking about who would be the ideal guy to get to play right field like two days ago or yesterday. Do you remember this conversation? Uh, this is our nerd conversation for everybody that on a, that on Matt a and I sit around. Yes. Matt and I sit around talking about who would be the ideal right fielder for the Indians in a couple of years. Or, or I, for said next Castell- year. I said Castellanos. Yeah. He, I said, Bra- I said, get the new minority in here from New Jersey and let's, let's cut a check to, to, to Nick Castellanos right now. But I don't Come think on, that's Stan, gonna, Stan the caddy middle. I don't think that's going to be realistic. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't either. But you know, was that who we were talking about? You've said Brian Reynolds before. I know. I, 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 I do love Castellanos though. Why? Can Can you tell everyone about your uh, cruise with Nick Castellanos, JD Martinez, and Brian Holiday? It wasn't. We never discussed that. It, it was. Uh, it oh was no, the, no, Pun- a- the Punta Cana trip. <laughs> yeah, Baseball yes. on the beach was that what it was called? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice memory. Yes. Hey, now. That was Good the one stuff. time the Detroit Tigers and I actually uh, combined on something. And actually, we were partners on a uh, an event when I was hosting at Detroit Sports 105.1, the now defunct uh, Detroit Sports 105.1 that was a, 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 a nice effort by uh, greater media now, Beasley, to try to go sports. But it was an unmitigated disaster. But no, the trip to Punta Cana was fun. Uh, yeah, Brian Holiday, his wife Ashley. Who, I think Brian's with the Marlins or no, the Diamondbacks now. Still catching, still backup catching. He is the best. Such a great guy. We watched Syracuse, Michigan in the Big Ten ACC Challenge uh, game at Chrysler when Michigan won. And uh, we watched that together. And Syracuse, like, Michigan went on a run and Syracuse calls timeout. We're down like eight or whatever. And Holiday had had a few pops and he's like, your team sucks. That's what he said to me. <laughs> like, like, how what am I supposed to turn around and talk smack to a major leaguer? But it was pretty sure. Like, why not? Us. Like JD That's was cool. on the trip, Martinez. And he wasn't as big time as he is now in Castellanos, but they didn't hang. They hang with a hung with us when they needed to lunches and dinners. But Holiday was like, let's hang out. Like he was great. Could not have been a nicer guy. And Nick, Nick was cool. They were all cool. Uh, that was a uh, was a good time. Nice listeners oh, you know on what? the trip. Yeah, that was that was a good idea. I was just yeah. thinking about something with Logan Allen. By the way, going back yeah. to to this, if you look back now at these at these Clevenger and uh, uh, Bauer and Kluber trades, trades, yes. I mean, you look at the roster, and all of a sudden you look up and you say, "Okay, Framio Reyes came over in 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 the uh, Bauer trade. 
You got him for another, you know, two or three years. Best power hitter on your team, cleanup batter, great, great guy. Mm. Center one of your centerpieces of the organization yes. franchise yes. who you should be promoting and they should be selling his t-shirt, you know, his jerseys and his t-shirts like nonstop. You got him, you got your starting catcher for next year, which I want to get into, Austin Hedges. You got Naylor, who had he not got hurt, was probably going to still continue to play every day. Cal Quantrue is going to be in your in your rotation every single, you know, for, for the future. Years to come. Great. Yes. Years to come. Uh, um, you got Owen Miller, who hopefully becomes a piece. Gabriel Arias, who's potentially the shortstop of the future. Um, Joey Cantillo, who we hear great things about down in double-A pitcher. Uh, who am I forgetting here? Oh, and for Kluber, you got um, your closer, who's right. probably could be could be one of the top three closers in the sport right now, who's unbelievable. And Texas Gate got one game out of Kluber, and Kluber's dead at this point. I mean, his career Correct. is all but over. And I mean, this is this is why this franchise continues to be able to be in that. You know, we, we hate using the thread the needle crap, but I come back to this all the time. Would you rather be threading the needle, or would you rather be the Baltimore Orioles? Because the Orioles are a disgrace. They really, they were, it, there's some of these teams. I mean, you even texted the other day. You couldn't believe that Arizona was like 30 games. Yeah. Below. Some They're of these teams 90 or something are yeah. blatantly horrible. Like it's just, you know, I, I was watching, I don't know what show I was watching. It was flipping around an MLB network. And if Harold Reynolds is on, I immediately change it. But if oh, somebody, God, he's the worst. somebody else was on and they were talking about the races and they were like, okay, let's look at the Blue Jays schedule and the Yankees schedule or something like that. And they showed that Toronto, one of those two teams is playing Baltimore a ton. Now, Baltimore actually took two out of three from the Yankees. From the Yankees, yeah. But whoever, and the guys were like, well, that's, that's, those are four or five wins right there. And it's like, that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that you automatically chalk up automatic wins for teams, but you do when they're playing Baltimore, Arizona, Pittsburgh, to an extent, Um, Texas is awful, awful. Um, I wouldn't say anybody in our division is that bad. Well, the Tigers were bad like this for a few years. Yes, but, but at least they bad. had a. But at least they had a plan, and they have you know they they have some nice young starting pitching, and you know look they got a good manager, and they have turned things around a little bit this year, and they'll probably be better next year. Yeah, but like Baltimore's been bad this bad for how I mean it's been a long time, and like the Pirates and like they're just these teams are always bad. But yeah. if you're Baltimore and you're in that division, I also saw this on Twitter. Someone said how if the Blue Jays were in any other division, um, they, right. they'd, they'd be, be they'd in be the playoffs. They, they, right. They'd be winning the division and they'd be yes. in the playoffs. And it's un- and you know what I'd like to say? The team, you know, you can't blame the payrolls. The team winning that division has the third smallest payroll in baseball. They're just better than it. And, of course, I think it's bullshit and there should be a, you know, the system needs to be changed. But Tampa Bay's figured it out. But still, I come back to this. The best thing that Dick Jacobs ever did when he owned the Indians was force, force the issue and get his team into the AL Central and away from the Yankees and the Red Sox and, you know, and Toronto yeah. and Baltimore because we were it, – it, think about it. If every year we knew we were in that division and we had to play the Yankees 19 times, the Red Sox 19 times, it's it, – and Toronto 19 times, we would be just talking about how unfair it is. No, all the time. It would be brutal. We don't have to do that. Yeah, but Baltimore still is terrible regardless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I want to get into this catching thing you mentioned before. Um, 
because Austin Hedges is is making a case, maybe not from a batting average standpoint, but making a case for himself for the future. And then, you know, no one's even talked about it, but the Roberto Perez era could be uh, coming to an end. Uh, but you mentioned before about Fran Mil Reyes and how great he's been. Get, you know, if you want to support this team and you want something cool, you got to get the Fran Mil Reyes Franimal t shirt at breakingtea.com. Uh, Todd mentioned it last week at breakingtea.com slash dairy, D E R Y. It's the Cleveland collection. They've got a ton of new Browns gear Jarvis Landry Juice shirt, Sack Master Miles shirt, OBJ shirt, Chubb Strong. Um, they're all there for you. Brown season starts this week. QB nightmare, um, with, uh, Clowney, Clowney and Garrett. So it's pretty sweet. So Brown season starting, you're excited. You want to get some gear and you want it to be original stuff. Not the usual stuff. You get the team shop, go to Cleveland, uh, go to a breaking T.com. It was a Cleveland.com, a breaking T.com slash dairy D E R Y and get yourself some gear from Breaking Tea. The Tribe stuff, the New Guard, the Land shirt is sweet. I mentioned the Primal shirt. You saw I was rocking Bobby Bombs this weekend. Yes, I uh, did. I a couple with people walked past me. I was with uh, my wife and daughter, and we were out and about, and some people were looking like, who, who the hell is Bobby Bombs? Well, the shirt's, the shirt's how awesome. Dare they? What's that? I said, how dare they? Yeah. Well, I love it. It's a Who's cool Bobby shirt. Bobby Bombs? So. Come on. Get your gear at breakingtea.com slash dairy takes you right to the Cleveland collection. And uh, they've got everything that you need and um, hook yourself. Believe in Baker shirt. Same thing if you're a Baker Mayfield fan, but the stuff's cool. A lot of the shirts are obviously in brown and orange. You can wear them uh, to the game. I don't even know who the Browns open. I'm, I'm filling in on at the, the Chiefs. At the Chiefs. At the Chiefs, 425. When's the Wait, first you, game? That's the following Sunday against uh Nick Casario's homecoming to the, the uh, Houston the Texans. Texans. Talk about a team that should be contracted. Uh, yeah. Breakingtea.com slash dairy. Uh, get yours today. I will be on 92.3 tomorrow night, by the way, from 8 to midnight, uh, filling in oh, for, for Chico. Chico. So nice. I got to start researching my Brown stuff ASAP. Um, anyway, you so that's it. Any good, any good guests you're having on? Uh, Jeff Risden from the Browns Wire is going to come on. I love Jeff. Uh, I know Mac Robinson's going to call in after the tribe game. Give me a little update on the, what went down um, at the corner of Carnegie in Ontario tomorrow night. And I'm working. You mean you're not having uh, you're not having on uh, Todd Derry from the Derry brothers Tribecast. <laughs> I can, if you want, I'm you kidding. Want. I'm kidding. Will you be up that late? We'll, we'll do it after the game. <laughs> I'm actually going to be drafted. Is that Wednesday night? Tomorrow night. My yeah. fantasy draft is Wednesday night at nine. Really? So, mm-hmm. Picking, I'm picking eighth in a 12-team league. It's not good. It's tough. Some of the listeners, tough I know. I, I don't like the spot I'm in, but you know what? Maybe I'll pull a rabbit out of the hat and uh, get uh, who I want. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Matt Underwood. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you look at the catching situation. I mean, Roberto Perez has that option for $6 million next year. There's no way they're picking that up. It's $7.2 million. Oh, excuse me, $7 million. Yeah, um, yeah. Austin Hedges has been great behind the plate. You see the leadership. He had a, a sweet throw out. Who did he, he pick somebody off? Was it Sunday at Fenway? Mm, he snapped through remember. somewhere. He had a great pickoff. Uh, I think it was Sunday. Um, hit a home run over the green monster the other night. And I know the, that batting average isn't, the batting average isn't sexy, but to me, if you go into next year with Austin Hedges and then you see about 
you know, Brian Lavastida hit a, a walk-off home run for Columbus the other night. Bo Naylor's coming. Um, you know, is LaVarnway your with, backup catcher next year? I yeah, don't you, go with, you, you, you go with like a Renee. Listen, Renee Rivera was very good as a backup catcher here. I think we all, you know, LaVarnway has been fine. Uh, he can hit. I don't know about his, his catching so no, much. I mean, he's been around in the minors for so long. You know, there's a reason why he's never latched on, obviously. He's a great dude. Me- member of the tribe, might I add. Member of the tribe yes. and a member of the tribe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's uh, uh, yeah. So Hedges, what's interesting is, I can't remember if it was Andre or if it was um, Tom Hamilton who had said that, you know, I think it was Hammy saying, you know, guys who come to this team and don't really know anybody but immediately become leaders. That says a lot about them as a person. He said Hedges is one of the most popular guys and one of the biggest leaders on this team. Yeah. And you could just tell when you watch the when you watch the games on TV and they go into the dugout, he's always got that smile on his face. He seems like such a positive guy. And his defensive skills are second to none. I mean, as great as Roberto good. is catching, very good. He they're like one and one A. They're unbelievable framers. And you can just tell these pitchers all. We have been so spoiled by Roberto over the, and 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 by Hedges the last year and a half about how good they've been and just the yep. way they've handled the staff. You never for people who watch the Yankees and are Yankee fans, Gary Sanchez for years has been a joke back there. And our friend Seth, who's a Yankee fan, has always complained about, oh my God, he's so bad back there. And we haven't when was the last time you remember saying like, "Oh my God, our catcher is so bad defensively"? It just doesn't happen. No, it was what, it was what, a couple of Wilson Ramos games this year where yeah, like but, the unnamed yes. team knew to run on him every time. But other than that, yes, no, that you got. But who that, are we playing? Yeah, we were playing someone this week, and we 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 stole. It was during the Royals series. I can't. Who's their backup catcher? But behind Salvi, whoever it was. We were, oh, no, 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 no. I know who it was. It was the twins. We were, we ran like on uh, Ryan Jeffers. It was like, we knew that he couldn't oh, throw yeah. us out. We J-Ram had four steals or three steals in a game against him. Cause right, we just I'll, know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the last time we complained about catching Sandy Leone. <laughs> oh, he was so bad. Oh, he had God, how many catchers call. interference calls last year? Five, six. It was ridiculous. It used to drive you. It used to drive you nuts. Too. It was like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, grounder to short. Wait, stop. They're 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 stopping play. What's going on? Oh, catcher's interference on Sandy Leone. It was like clockwork. <laughs> what the he fuck? Was, he really was so bad. You're right. Oh my uh, God, just brutal, brutal, Bru- but yeah, brutal. But had but uh, Terry Pluto wrote it over the weekend in his column that saying. Roberto Perez has this $7 million option and the Indians are not going to pick it up, which was you and I have been talking about this for a while, but to see it in print from Terry Pluto. Yeah. You know, this, this is probably the end of Roberto. And you know what? He's given us great years. Awesome world series. He was awesome. He's been on the team for like eight years at this point. I mean, that's a long time, you know? So you know how I feel about hedges. You and I, by the way, when they made the trade, you and I were both like, he's got pop and he's a great defensive yeah. catcher. And the executive producer did not like him, but he has come around. He's come around. He's come around. Yes, yes. So Thank it's goodness. all good. And good for good for Austin Hedges, uh, the man who you say looks like the poet, Leaping Lanny Poffo. We were he talking does about look like Leaping Lanny Poffo. He also looks a little bit like Nick Swisher. <laughs> yeah, I, 
Don't you think? Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I had I had a bro Ohio bobblehead. Brooke ha- Brooke has it in her room still. I think I might snatch that thing. The, what the, a two, the, the two things I can remember about Swisher is he didn't have the range to make the play on the on the final ground out in Minnesota when Masterson was closing. But Kitna yeah. slid over, made the play, threw to Masty for the last out, and Swisher was on his knees with his arms up. Yeah. Andrew Andrew's had got that on his wall. Yeah. There's that poster. That's number one. Yeah. And number two was the walk-off grand slam against the Angels, where Swisher did like the airplane around first base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a clown. Oh, you know, I will God. still I will still say that signing Swisher and Bourne were, were both the right moves to do at Oh, we loved it because at the time. it was Tito, because it was Tito's first year and it gave them some juice. And I know they didn't oh, work yeah. out, and Swisher was a fraud and annoying, but it was the right move. And I will I will I know people don't like that, but I I stand by it. That's just me. Bro, Ohio. I love this team. Every all of his post game interviews. Love this team. Who was the girl that was doing the post game interviews at the time? Uh, Katie with them. Katie with Nick. Uh, what was the picture? What you were looking for? <laughs> oh, I love that this. Was, team. That was the go. That was the go to move. I love this team. I love this team so much. Oh, so funny. Absolutely hilarious. All right, uh, we got we went through our whole list here. I think we did. We can go pitching matchups. And what uh, game are you? Uh, but we do have confirmation that our that we're going to have a second pod at the end on Friday. Bonus special episode. Bonus, bonus episode, episode special guest. Should we should we say it or should we just tease? Should we just leave it at the tease? Is he available? Is he locked he has in? Texted me back and said that he is available Friday morning. All right. No. Yeah, you can do it. So uh, hopefully, if they, all things considered, we were supposed to have him this morning, but as he had, he had a little uh, uh, thing to do with his kids, so we pushed it to Friday. Special second episode with the one and only Tribe sideline reporting legend and the host of the new Brownstown podcast series, Andre Knott. There you go. Where did he play high school football? Say it again. What happened? Oh, there you go. Now I got you. All right. All right. Say it again. Right. Where did he play high school football, Andre? St. Vincent St. Mary, dude. Yeah, he was a uh, toad of the rock. He was a big legend. As, as did they ever said, go up the against greatest Men- athlete. Did they ever go up against mentor? <laughs> you think he faced Pepe Pearson in the Red Line Club? Emergency yeah. meeting. That, we'll have to holding, ask him. We'll ha- they were holding emergency meetings to try to stop Andre now. That's that's right. Well, we'll <laughs> have to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. He as he says, the second greatest athlete in uh St. Vincent, St. Mary history. So, yeah. So he'll be on with us on Friday. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all. I'll have to ask him about that. All right. Uh, so the rest of the week. So tonight, Aaron Savali is back. Are you going at all this week? Um, thir- uh, Friday. and su- Friday and Sunday. No. Um, yeah, Friday and Sunday. I'm going to go for half on Sunday, like until the Browns start. I'm going to go for probably six, seven days and then come and watch the Browns. Uh, Aaron Savali back tonight. It'll be great to see uh, against John Gant. Isn't that amazing that the twins are this bad? What about Ron? Ron what about Ron Gant? <laughs> Ron Gant was a great player. Remember, do you remember that Sal prank phone call when he called Gary and he goes, Yeah, this is Ron Gant <laughs> oh, with yeah, the Reds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yes, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Tristan McKenzie on Wednesday night against uh, something called Joe Ryan, 25 year old right hander. And then Jonah Randy, Ryan? What's that? Oh, you know, do you, you didn't watch Veep? Jonah Ryan was the greatest character on Veep. No, no, I know Jonah. The executive Falcon, producer man. knows that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then uh, <laughs> Cal oh, Quantrill on Thursday night against Randy Dobnak. Uh, still going, that guy. Still going. Got himself a multi-year deal. Uh, Friday, Eli Morgan, if we're sticking with the six-man rotation. Oh, Brooke's going to be very excited. Her boyfriend's pitching on Friday when we the go. Brewers very come excited. to town. Did you realize Milwaukee was this good? Yeah. They're running away. They're way ahead in their division. Like uh, Brewers are. I was just looking at this in the standings. Yeah, they're, they're, they're 30 really over good. 500. Yeah. They're That's really impressive. good. Yeah. Uh, Eli Morgan against Adrian Hauser, who's fresh off a complete game shutout last week. Uh, Zach Plesek on Saturday against Brandon Woodruff. He's good. Good pitcher. And then Corbin Burns on Sunday against Logan Allen. So enjoy that. But uh, those are the th- three best pitchers the Brewers have. But yeah, they're leading the, the Central as 11 games in the NL Central. That is the uh, – Well, I'm happy. I like that all franchise. Of I like that franchise. So good for them. I hope they, they do well. And, you know, they des- I'd much rather have them win the World Series than – What's the last time the, the Brewers haven't won the World Series since 82, right? Yeah, yeah, Gorman Thomas. I don't think they've been in, and I don't even think they've been in a World Series since then. So they they deserve it. Yeah, but you can't root for Craig Council. Yeah, but well, I you know what? Now that I think about it, they just won the NBA title too. Yeah, every every title is going to be won by Tampa, Tampa, and Milwaukee. That'd be interesting. City of Champions. Well, that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that'll do it. Good stuff. Right. So bonus pod coming up on Friday of the uh, Dairy Brothers Tribecast. Matt and Todd with you, brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry and BreakingTea.com. Go to BreakingTea.com slash dairy. Thanks to our friends at uh, WaitingForNextYear.com. And we'll talk to you again on Friday. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 